Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello there. It is a Monday morning. It's cold out there. And, and it's <laughs> cold out It's there. a cold out there. Make sure you bundle up, start yeah. your cars early, let them warm up. Actually, are you really? I heard that's not a thing. Like, you don't have to. Like, my wife starts her car for like 75 minutes before she leaves the house. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just, I think it's a bit excessive. I think that's excessive. Like, what does it take? Five minutes just for your like maybe your heater to warm up so that at least warm air is coming out to warm up the inside. Five I, minutes. I feel like you need about somewhere. I think the average is ten minutes. Okay, yeah, like no more than ten minutes. Yes. Enough to like get the engine warm. Yeah, it's and then like the I wait. Pumping. I wait long enough to like get the uh, interior warm yes. so I can bear bearably dry. But yeah, that, yes. at that point, you're good to go, right? Yeah. Okay, Molly, you heard that, right? Yeah. You heard what we came to a conclusion on that, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you've been here from the start, uh, we are in our fourth calendar year of podcasting. It is so damn crazy. But we used to do a, a segment, uh, an episode where we called it I've Never Seen. And it was usually where we would bring up uh, a movie that one of us really loved, the other hadn't seen. And we did like a lesser a less, not a full episode review, but more of just a conversation about it. Yeah, and uh, that has sort of evolved into just where we're picking a movie for a brunch that's probably not going to get its full blown episode. But every once in a while, it will also kind of fall under under the I've never seen moniker because I believe both of you have not seen this movie before. Correct? I have not. That's right. I okay. have not seen it. Well, we're talking about 1998's Clay. Pigeons, and if you've never seen it either, I'm going to blow your mind here because this we're talking Joaquin Phoenix, Vince Vaughn, and Janine Garofalo, three of my favorite people to ever do it in, in the 90s, 2000s. And they're in a movie together. I, when I first saw this, I was a this came out in 98, I was in 2000, I was in the dorms, and that was an era where you couldn't, there's no streaming services. You had to go to a blockbuster to rent a movie. But there were also movies where like they never made their way to a blockbuster somehow or they, you know, there'd be movies where there'd be like 10 copies of it, but then there'd be yep. one where there was just one copy because yep. they're like, yeah, people don't really know about this yeah, movie. Like, yeah. eh. And I feel like Clay Pigeons was one of those because um, I was in that era where 
if you showed like I first saw boondock saints in the dorms and I felt like I had seen like I was let in on a secret. This is the future of movies. Yes, I felt that way. And I then felt that way. Same guy showed me clay pigeon, sat me down in my dorm one night. We snuck a couple beers in there and he's like, well, if you like boondock saints, you're going to love clay pigeons. And I did. I fell instantly in love with it. I thought it was such a smart thriller. I'd never really seen anything like this. And and I'm looking at some of these actors being like, man, this Vince Vaughn guy, this Joaquin Phoenix, these guys are amazing. Janine Garofalo. And so I honestly loved this movie. Um, but I want to kind of know what your guys' first thoughts were on this. Like, I went into it assuming that I think you guys would have liked this movie. And- Num- number one, I just want to say uh, your friend um, said, well, if you like Boondock Saints, you're going to love this. I think they were just literally trying to get you to watch the movie. I don't think there's any real correlation. There, I think but- there is. It's kind of a, I don't know. <laughs> it's that 90s quirky right? crime. Well, there's funny, no- funny, but not. Like, there's no know? Dropkick Murphys in this. Oh, uh, okay. Anyways. Um, no, anyways. That, like, you know, when we did this, we always used to say, well, look, look, look at the poster and tell us what you think. Oh, we yeah. did. Did you we, write it down at all? What, uh, oh, we should have done that again. I I will give you my... What you thought what it, it was, was about. right now. Um, this looks like it was in the same time frame of Dazed and Confused, um, but it's like Looney Tunes meets porn because Vince Vaughn looks like a porn star, <laughs> and it looks like the Looney Tunes... like big thing that they pop out of like and and then on top of that it just reminds me of like days and confused and uh empire records yeah that's all like that's all i'm gathering from this i don't know did you have any conception going into this movie what it was about have you ever heard about no No. i i remember seeing it on the shelves and i thought that it was like a monkey bone sequel yes thank you (laughs) thank you like with bedazzled yeah like like uh, like a our academy award winner brendan frazier a, a new movie by him I didn't ever see him on the poster or like the the uh, cover art or anything, but I was like, he's got to be here somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he was always there. Same vein, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it was directed by uh, David Dobkin, who I looked him up. I hadn't really heard much of him. He did a lot of music videos, like many people seem to do. Music videos takes you into actual full blown movie directing, but he also did direct Wedding Crashers. What? couple years later after this uh another interesting thing scott wilson plays sheriff mooney did you recognize him at all oh yeah oh yeah Her- Love scott wilson. yeah he for me he's always herschel in the walk in the walking, walking dead. dead that's he's in that's a movie how i called uh, basically when yeah a great uh kind of mockumentary horror movie about a slasher uh called behind the mask okay he's uh, he's awesome in he's that. great Love uh guy. but the, the the thing if you're gonna watch this now let's say you've never seen this and you're gonna watch it to listen to this episode you have to put yourself back in 1998. Joaquin Phoenix was, you know, a bit of a child actor, kind of in the shadows of his brother. Um, but he had done a couple roles. Like we saw him in Parenthood. Yeah. You know, he's this young teenager kind of making his way. He's about ready to go and do Gladiator and Signs in the mm-hmm. next couple of years, which oh, is going wow. to just throw him into the ethos of, of how we know Joaquin now. But at this point, bit of an unknown and you yeah. can kind of tell in his acting then you got vince vaughn who had just done swingers which if you saw swingers you're like oh fuck yeah i love that guy but i don't feel like that meant not many people saw swingers kind of right when it came out so he's not a household name five years after this movie he goes on to do old school dodgeball and wedding crashers shooting him into the wow. ethos but so both these guys were not really i feel like if they would have made this movie in like 
2008, it probably would have been a bigger deal. Yeah. And I, I feel, think it would have been more popular. I feel like Gus Van Zant saw Vince Vaughn and Clay Pigeons and said, I need to have him play Norman Bates in my remake of Psycho. You think so? A hundred percent. Like saw him as this like serial killer in this movie and was like, he's got to be in my remake of Psycho. Hmm. Have you, you guys seen that movie? No, I've no. not. He, he's pretty good in it. Like he, it's it's pretty much like a straight up shot for shot remake of Psycho, which oh, is okay. not necessary, but it's interesting <laughs> because Vince Vaughn is Norman Bates, you know, and I feel like, yeah, that's exactly where Gus Van Zandt got the idea to cast him. But hell yeah. Well, most people think of Vince Vaughn as that he's the funny <laughs> guy in all these movies. So yeah. and that's why it's so interesting to see him in this or the Psycho remake where, man, he's he's frightening kind of as this like serial killer guy in this movie like scary good scary good yeah. is a great way to put it and then you got i mean janine Graffalo, i feel like she's always been a thing you know but i mean she maybe was a little bit lesser known when this movie came out as sure. well maybe just a, a little bit mystery men maybe yeah before this mm. i feel like she was in that yeah. everyone was in that yeah. yeah something like that well janine Graffalo was always one of those under the radar yeah. for me, you know, and then when, but, but she pops up yep. and then Woo. it's like, Oh, awesome. She's so good. Yeah. It's like, awesome. I love that. I yeah. feel like this is, a, I think, I think this is her best role to be honest. You think so? I think this is the best thing I've ever seen her in. I don't know, man. For sure. Must love dogs. Pretty fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's <was> underrated. <laughs> well, a couple more things. So, I mean, it was, it wasn't the greatest. If you look at ratings on this 6.6 on IMDb, that's not that great. Like we said, anything below a seven shit pretty much on IMDb. Uh, 61% by the critics, critics on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty low as well. I wow. just, I don't know. I, I wonder, like, I still really do like this movie. I, I went back and watched this whole thing, and and it made me laugh. It, it was a great journey of just, like, mystery and stuff. And so I, st- I have a little trouble kind of picking apart that rating and seeing why people are so low. But that's why I wanted to have you guys on here about, I mean, what, what were your overall thoughts on this movie after watching it for the first time, not knowing anything about it? Yeah. Well, I think when it first started off, I was super excited about it because it just starts you off with these two friends who are just shooting, uh, bottles. And I think that it's a really cool cold open because we don't know these characters we don't know who they're talking about. Like, nope. we don't know who Amanda is yet. Um, but we find out, you know, obviously that Joaquin's character, Clay, has been cheating on, well, I guess his friend's wife has been cheating on him with Clay, his best friend. Mm-hmm. And so he kills himself right right here and there. And then I think it was like a great cold open just to be like, okay, here's what's going on now. We are with Clay having to figure it out yes. the whole movie. And, you know, it, it goes in different directions than I thought it was going to, which, you know, was fine. But I thought that was a great, really cool, like, especially so 90s cold open. Completely. Movie, and, and it yeah. starts right away. Boom. We're in the movie and they grab you and they say, let's go. I mean, this is like Whoa. a this is like a, a during the time in the 90s where like these uh, quirky crime movies were being made, yep. like Coen Brother movies. Or uh, even a movie that I really like uh, called Red Red Rock. Red, <laughs> it's hard to say Red Rock West um, with uh, Nick Cage. It's just like a cool, like noir crime movie that's in the '90s. I love these kinds of movies, and I loved how it's set up like this um, right off the bat. What did you think, AJ? Well, it gives like in in this very beginning scene. It the reason I 
enjoy it so much, and I think why it, I think it does work very well is because we have no background of them. And when you have no background of two people and one of them is accusing them of of something or lying and, and the other person is either denying it or ty- trying to tell the truth, that's a very, very kind of fun place to be put in as a viewer because you don't necessarily know, even though maybe you do, you have an inkling as well. I kind of, uh, well, I can tell he's kind of lying. I think in this movie it, it plays very well, though. You don't have any background between these two, and but I know it's, I know you've been doing it. And when you have somebody who's basically just sitting there like gaslighting the other person and just committed to their lie, you know, it's uh, it's very exciting and it gets you it gets you on the edge very quickly. So I think it plays up very very well up to this like throughout this initial. And I don't know. There's just kind of this underlying anxiety that just lies the, starts right just away lays that lays the foundation of this movie yeah you know what it's i mean kind of like super dark times in that way right um it's, where uh, sorry i was gonna say i'm glad you brought that up it's because you you mentioned often enough sean the bomb under the table yeah. and i like this bomb under the table of we know something that only this character knows now mm-hmm. and that is really exciting even though he's trying to just go on with life. You and know be, what I mean? It'd be easier for the, our main character to just tell someone what's actually going Correct. on rather than cover it up the whole time, you know? But I do like, because uh, you think, uh, I think anyway, a char- or a actor like Scott Wilson playing the sheriff, I was I was like, oh, well, he's he's a, he's going to be a badass. And he's going to find it out right away. He's nope. like, the sheriff is actually like kind of like a meek, kind of weak character where he's like, he doesn't like any confrontation like this. He doesn't like that. He's got to do solve a murder, you Almost know. Almost too trusting for a uh, yeah. a, a sheriff. I like, like that this. about it. You yeah. never really see that. You, it's always a tough guy. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> funny you were here. It's always going to be yeah. something like that. Well, those not... tracks are different from these. You know, something like he that. He said he went off right over there. Yeah. <laughs> over there. He just the most monotone, never excited yeah. in his voice. I'm the only bad thing I about this intro is that Gregory Spoiler's gone. After. I know. Yeah. I like, like him he's. A lot. He he's been in a few of our movies, The True Rock, Romance. True Romance. True Romance yeah. He's so fucking good. I just wanted more of him after after the way Same. he shot himself. He goes, ha! Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's a. Uh, I I do really believe like it starts out kind of just propels you into this, and and then you get him going and going to Amanda. Yep. Which again is gives you the confirmation essentially that. When 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 a movie, it's so hard to explain. When a movie can make you feel a way, but also you're trying to fight the way the movie is trying to make you okay. feel. Like, and that's the, again, it's like I feel like Joaquin is lying, but I don't have any reason to doubt him yet. That kind of a thing. Yeah. But then when he goes and you know, I think he kind of lets it slide b- before this. But when he does go there to Amanda, and then you realize like. Oh yeah, she is a manipulative, like horrible person. <laughs> yeah, but you feel you feel like shit for Clay. You're like, God damn, why is this happening to Clay? Like, I really want to pull out of this, but oh, yeah. Clay's sleeping with his best friend's yeah. wife. Yeah, and again, that and, but you don't feel that. Yeah, and you're of, like, oh, well, Amanda's uh, the bitch. Well, I still feel like Clay's maybe a good guy. It's like you know what I <laughs> They're mean. They're all good guys. They're all I mean, good guys. <laughs> what would you do? She is pretty hot. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean. 
Yeah, that's it's, it's, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> but they make her they make her so horrible that yeah. like you kind yeah. of look over that. Oh, you, you do right. You do like there is even in the even as we get to like the more very seductive moments of like yeah. her on that bed, it is still to the point that you're like. Fuck, fuck that, that bitch. I, my fuck note, my that. note was like, this Amanda chick has got to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you got to get her it's out like, of your life. Jeez, like even even being there in like that lingerie, just like just wanting it and just wanting everything about you, you're still like, no, absolutely fucking not toxic. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and that, and that's what's so beautiful about this is like it it when she does go, <laughs> you're kind of like, yeah. It's like, 100% yeah. true. Kind of, and you feel bad about it, sort of. The way she don't. went is pretty well, horrible, but, you know. You know what? She was getting what she wanted. She went out doing what she wanted. Getting man. penetrated. Yeah. Just getting poked, you know? That's, they, yeah. yeah. But I love We're horrible. They, no, we are. I, I love, know. I love how they intertwine funny moments, though, too. Like, even before when, when, he, when he has to go back and he has to clear the body up and he's trying to get Earl... Uh, like to sit up in his truck and yeah. he like can't get him to sit up but then there then there's that wide shot as the truck pulls away he hits a bum and Earl jumps up and goes <laughs> falls down and even like when the truck drives off the cliff and he goes oh god fucking damn it and then it explodes <laughs> yeah like I just think this movie really does it well that perfect combo of like of uh drama like mystery sort of like who not not who done it but just a thriller mixed with comedy like this movie's fucking hilarious i was laughing out loud I think so many times in this movie i will tell you right now like watching this is my definition of a black comedy okay you know that you're just like this is a very 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 dark like bleak scenario that they are making fun with you know even with the music mm-hmm. the music at times and and then dude and then i i have to say you know if coen brothers made every movie like this then i would probably be a bigger coen brothers fan okay because i get a lot of coen brothers I do feeling I from do this movie do you get that oh yeah do you think is this inspired by Coen Brothers or does Coen Brothers have any inspiration from here? Or do you think it's like not even well, this comes ballpark? from a, someone wrote someone wrote this ahead of time who I looked him up and there's nothing to like. I think he, this is all they did. I think this is the only thing he did. Yeah. Yeah. So he must have wrote this as like a story, a novel or something a long time ago that eventually got picked up as the film. Yeah. And I starting off, you see Scott Free Productions, which I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's always yeah. a good sign, which is, you know, the Scott Brothers. But um, yeah, I think I think it's just the '90s, man. Like I think it. I think yeah. um, Tarantino made his his two films that kind of changed everything: the Reservoir Dogs and uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, obviously. those were the two. Um, and then Coen Brothers came in and had their own thing. I think it was just like this kind of time where like. I don't know like if you were allowed reason, to push a little bit, maybe like, allowed to like see some comedy and some and, and a lot of crime or a lot of like small town crime. And seeing the comedy in it, you, you yeah, saw that a lot in the nineties, and that, deal, that definitely it? is a lot of it's, Coen Brothers. It, it's like a it's like a hot weather Fargo to a yeah. degree. To okay. me, honestly, okay. like some some of those elements. Obviously, we're not following like a an authority figure. We're following just some what would be a random person. Yeah. But um, in the in the end, it's you know this is small town living that everybody's going to know everyone's business eventually. Yeah. And that's, and it doesn't take it. long part of so. it too, where he's like, I can't have the whole town knowing that she was cheating on me. You know, yeah. it's like, why does that matter? You know, yeah, who cares? But like, 
if you're not from a small town, I guess you wouldn't really you, know. You don't get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, and that's the thing. It's not that like, oh, everybody knows. And you say that and you live in a, a major city. Then you could you could literally move to another borough and like yeah, you'd be fine. and be in a completely different world. But when you're in a small town that is fifteen hundred people, I was just gonna say yeah. fifteen hundred people or less, everybody's going to know everything. Yep, eventually, and eventually is not a long time frame. Yeah, and so you get into. I mean, truth be told, when I rewatch this movie, it's still the reason I watch it is Vince Vaughn's performance and this mm. character of Lester Long. It takes like, a while for him to get here. It does, yeah, yeah, right. Kinda. It does. You show he shows up at the pool room at the bar for the second. He's standing over there with his hat on, like, is this, is this table taken? But like, he makes me laugh so hard from the beginning here. Like when they're standing around the pool table. I mean, these are quotes for me anytime I'm playing pool. When he goes, "Nice break. Guess your solids. I guess you're gonna stay solid. Nice shot. Nice <laughs> yeah, shot." And when he goes, "You're a shark, ain't you?" Shark, <laughs> he ain't goes, you? "Hey, listen. When you're done, maybe I'll just shoot mine in for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of see how I do." <laughs> Like, I don't know. I, I feel like that is just Vince Vaughn for some reason. Like, that is just his comedy. I don't think it was really written that way. I just think that is who he kind of is. That quirky, like, I'll just tell some funny jokes over here in a funny way. Don't worry. Uh, fuck me, right? You know, that, yeah. that kind of thing. I, I love him. This is one of my favorite Vince Vaughn roles ever. I think, yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's probably one up there for me as well because there's a level of he is like that. He is doing like a Vince mm -hmm. Vaughn type of character, but he's also... Uh, there's a level of vindictive manipulation that's yeah. going on here too. That's like simmering under the surface because every time he tells a joke, he's laughing at his <laughs> own joke. You know, yeah, it's a weird laugh, <laughs> and it's it's great. I love it. I, I I think he plays this character very well. Like I always go through, I try to run any sort of gambit that I can of, especially when it's an older movie mm -hmm. like this. You know, in the '90s. Who else could have done this, or who else could play something like sure. this? And it when the when it becomes a difficult thing, yeah, I think that's a great sign. And um, especially when you have somebody like Vince Vaughn who has such a range, you know, no, with what we know now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have him from like you say, you go from Wedding Crashers to Dodgeball, Cell Block, yeah, 99, whatever, yeah. Brawl on Cell Block. That is that's arranged, and to kind of see this almost blend happen so early in his life mm -hmm. and career um, is pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and this is this is a terrifying person. Yeah, this is a terrifying person. He is Vince Vaughn's a tall guy, and he is an imposing figure, even though his personality you know helps to draw that back. And he's he's like the worst person of all time because he's. He's personable. He knows how to talk to people. He knows yeah. how to get exactly what he wants, but he is always scheming. Every word he says or everything he does is leading towards something. Mm -hmm. And he, when he, towards the end, when he gets like, they meet at the lake again, don't lower yourself. God damn it. Like, he's like, he could beat the fucking shit out of you yeah. too. Yeah. He's, like, like, he's an imposing <laughs> figure. He's scary. He's like the scariest villain ever. I know. And that's the thing. That's, that's what makes somebody so scary is the unknown parts of a villain. Yeah. You know, unbeknownst to us is what he's done, what he has done <laughs> and what he is capable of doing. And also the weird quirk of like when they're fishing and he's like, what's that in your ear? He's like, Oh, so sometimes my ear bleeds. It's not a big deal. I'm like, that's a big deal. Like, what was that? <laughs> Your ears aren't supposed to bleed like that. Uh, I'm going to tell you, that's like, you, you've had a concussion, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, you have. Yeah, Eesh. which was a weird thing to me. It really never got brought up again. No. Nope. It was just a weird thing. It's just like a tick, I guess. Or I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I I didn't connect it later on, I guess. Yeah. No. And then, I mean, then you got to talk about, I never thought about that when you said that about Janine Garofalo, but I, the more it's rolling through my head, I think you're right, man. I think this might be like one of her best like performances. My friends, it's January. It's the new year. I want to tell you about my resolutions. Number one, stop spending money. I'm going to get rid of my nanny, and I'm actually going to try to save. Oh, wow. Number Good. two, I'm going to eat better, and I'm going to cook more often at home. So luckily, our sponsor, Every Plate, America's Best Value Meal Kit, is here to help me with both, and you should consider joining me. Every Plate is going to help you save money by delivering affordable meals right to your door so you don't have to spend ungodly amounts of money on delivering takeout or eating in restaurants every day on top of that they save you time by allowing you to stop making all those timely time-consuming trips to the grocery store time is money we all know that and these tasty meals that you pick out ahead of time are easy to make and are eat, are ready to be eaten in six simple steps. If I can do it, anyone can. You'll never stop patting yourself on the back for being the hero who saves your household money on top of becoming a master chef who makes delicious meals for your family. At first, I was skeptical about meal kits. There's no way that I could actually make these meals and have them taste good. Fast forward to last night, I made a honey sriracha fried chicken with a side of ranch seasoned potato wedges and sauteed zucchini it was one of the best things i've ever had and i literally made it from scratch from something that showed up in the mail for me from every plate their directions are easy to follow and it is such a fun thing it's been a part of my life now for like three four months i love doing it i know you guys do so please join us Get a meal for $1.49 plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49confused. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem the $1 steak. Get started with EveryPlate for $1.49 per meal plus $1 steaks for life. Everyplate.com slash podcast entering code 49 confused that's a 110 dollar value thank you every plate i really like i think she she's she blew, perfect she blew me away especially the scene with her and vince vaughn in the bar towards Dude, the end i i think that's the best fucking scene i think movie. so too and she she just completely i don't know man she just blew me away like she's mostly known for these comedy things and then i'm like you're I will put you on like as far as lady cops go in yep. movies. I guess I'll put you up there with Francis McDormand and Fargo. Oh, dude, I love it. I know. I need like an HBO series of her. Yeah, and solving crimes. Definitely, honestly, <laughs> like really of this, of especially this character. her and her partner too. I love her. Yeah, partner. her partner. <laughs> yeah, the, the stone cold stoic, like straight laced guy watching Lassie. Yeah, watching, she, watching Lassie watch, in bed. She's watching with an his, alien with a with a vibrating bed in stone, and he's getting ready to watch Lassie. What? And he's got all the pictures perfectly laid out on the bed. <laughs> well, I and like he, it. And too. he's like very very upright, just like doom doom doom. I like doom, it too because he was like. Excited to watch Lassie. <laughs> like, he's like, oh shit, fuck. <laughs> and she, and and again, it's it's these it's these kind of back and forth moments of like, I love being able to get getting to see um, a character who has to be one thing at work and is another thing completely different in their Stealing personal time. Stealing crime scene, scene evidence yeah. for her own just took the weed benefit just, and, and movies and just orders a pizza <laughs> and just has. Like has that moment with the pizza guy, <laughs> but yeah. he goes, he goes, yeah. And she goes, mm. yeah, <laughs> right, right. At it's that moment, a, I'm like, damn, she's she's the perfect woman. Yeah. Like, she's so it. hot to me. I don't <laughs> I, like why. I why find her attractive. I as do well. too. She's like 
the perfect all around like girl. Well, you I know, mean, she's, woman. she is sitting there like she's she's uh, she's curious enough to just see what like the vibrating bed is like. Yeah. <laughs> which I never understood the, the purpose of. Is it is it a sex thing? I didn't like, know if it was you a sex thing to vibrate? Like a massage thing. I, I thought it was know. like a massage thing that people turned into a sex thing. What if you what if you lay what if you're a male and you lay uh, on your belly naked on the bed and with like with your like kind of semi hard boner getting yeah. ready to go, and okay. then you turn the bed on so that you're kind of like shaking back and forth against the bed. Okay, is that what that is there is for? Yeah, I'm not saying I've ever tried that. I'm it just saying is like that what someone that. would try? It sounds like, dude, I've never that. been in a hotel room with a vibrating bed. And let's be let's let's be honest. I was it's never it's never a hotel. It's a motel. Oh, it's a motel. A, <laughs> please, please. And for those that don't know the difference, a motel has a door on the outside of the building. Right. Hotels have doors on the inside they of have the building. Private Correct. entry. Yes, yes, you need to know that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If you ever get invited to a motel, do not go. Yeah, probably best not to unless yeah don't. Unless you are um, investigating murders or about to be murdered. Unless you unless that call is because there is a crime scene there and you're like, oh yeah, it's a motel. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, it's grab a room. So but yes. No, I I like her performance a lot in this. I think it's really, really great. And it I I I really like getting to see um how separate all these characters are mm-hmm. living in this movie you know they're not together nope and and you you got to remember like um lester and and uh janine groffalo's character they never see each other until that moment really right i mean they they had never met or been in the same place until that bar scene right and the connection shelby is her name agent shelby and like the connection she's she ends up making at that point too but even then i like how it got to a point i i maybe Sean, you tell me your first time seeing this. There was a moment where I started to wonder if um, Lester was real. Mm. Yeah, I had that moment too. Okay, all right. I Is was wondering. he just a, yeah? Because no one actually, no one else actually talks to him. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He just pops up every once in a while. Yeah, he just kind of appears. A, yeah. a lot of the time, he just kind of appears because. Which again, I think is great for his character because it's like he's not making himself known until he wants to be known. Yeah. Which I think is a great play when you're talking about, you know, blocking shots and framing things mm-hmm. up and then he all of a sudden appears. But then in the end, you like the moment that it broke away from me was, well, now we're watching him by himself. Yes. Yeah. There are moments we're watching him by himself now. So But yeah. if you go back to that bar scene, like it, it's the it's the best scene in the movie, how Janine is just so guarded. And and she's like, no, I can I can buy my own drinks. Stay away from me. But then it shows you how powerful Lester Long is because Lester Long gets her within sixty seconds. Yeah. he he's like, this is how good I am. <laughs> and even the the thing where he's like, why don't you try my hat on? And she's like, you think it'll look good? He's like, it'll be a lot of fun at the bar though. <laughs> like he's just regurgitating these lines that he's used on women for the last decade, and and it fucking works on her. Well, yeah, and it. I think it, um, what was I going to say? I think it, it shows, um, it's, oh, it's just a game to him. It's completely at this point. And he knows he's meeting someone, but he's like, here, I'm just going to try to get her first until the next girl shows up. He's, it's just a game for him. It's like, it's like, he's just, it's just practice for keeping his chops up. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's very, very twisted, but at the same time, he's like, well, I don't have any, I don't have anyone to play with right now. So I'm going to play with you. I got about 10 minutes. So let's see what happens. I'm going to make it a game to see if I can break you down. And he does it very, very quickly. 
Yeah. Uh, what like speaking of Jean Garofalo, I think one of the best line deliveries <laughs> I've ever heard in my like I've that I've heard in a long time that this made me erupt was uh, when she <clears throat> finds the, one of the girls and is like uh, Barney. <laughs> Could you not poke the body with a stick, please? <laughs> I, have, I have it written down right Dude. here. They're dragging the lake. I think it's time we drag the lake. Bar- Barney, can you not poke the body with the stick, please? <laughs> Barney's the best. Dude, Your the deputy best. is named Barney. <laughs> it's it's think, so fucking good. The, and again, I think this this is going to speak to the the filmmaking of it, right? Is they very, 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 very much focus in on everybody steps over that puddle of blood. <laughs> yeah, they very and it's very, very on point. Of like, they don't show like one. Oh, let's show let's show the blood puddle once, and then we'll, we'll acknowledge that people are in fact stepping over it. What they do is they cut back to that puddle of blood every single time somebody steps over it. You know someone's going to step on it. And then, and then it's like, okay, fine. It's to the point that it's like, all right, we're, we're over it, right? And then Barney just... It's like, would you not ruin evidence? Like, oh, my God. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, the media is going crazy outside. What should I tell them? Or in, even just the idea. It's so funny, man. It really is. And the idea of like, hey... uh, Hey, what are all these people doing here? Well, that's the mayor. He wanted to be here. And, uh, councilman, uh, councilman, fireman, fireman. <laughs> Why is fireman at a at a murder? Well, they scene? wanted to be here. We thought it'd be a good practice for him. Yeah. Like, what? So I understand where you're coming from, <laughs> but maybe for future reference, we don't have a lot of people in a crime scene. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. It's like it's just handling it very diplomatically. Yeah, she's so nice about it, but at the same time, she's not. You, you I, know she's pissed. Dude, th- this movie's like the perfect idea, though, of how that like we talk a lot about about fears in life of like going to prison and stuff like that. But a fear of mine is that I'll keep digging myself i'll keep having yeah. to dig myself deeper and where like yeah. you're right if if he could go back on this whole thing like maybe he somehow could have just gone right to the cop right to mooney and be yeah. like dude here's the whole story i've been i was having an affair he found out about it and he killed himself and he's trying to make it look like i did it like we can work through this right you know like he i can understand why he didn't say anything because that's scary because yeah. you could go to jail for no reason so you you try to cover it up, but now he's got to do everything. He's got to cover up his buddy. He's got to cover up Gloria. He's got to cover up Amanda. It's like the body at the lake. Like that that gives me so much anxiety. Yeah, it, just, it was just like one of my notes here was after Amanda killed the diner girl or whatever. Oh, Who was Gloria. that? Gloria. Gloria. Um, I'm like, bro, call the police. Yes. Yeah, that right is now. Yeah. Like but, that's but he's it. right like, that he's gone too far at this point, though, now because he's, he's covered up the death of his buddy. If he had not done that, he could have gone to the cops right now. But Amanda knows he's like, what are you going to do well, at the most? What he, what would he be charged for with like murder maybe, of his buddy? Well, not not that like if he, you know, gave the evidence of like, oh, like he was he killed himself. I like, it's, but it's too late now because now he's 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 now going to say that Amanda killed Gloria and if he says that, then Amanda's gonna be like, "No, he killed. He killed my my, my husband. husband. Yeah. Sure, he killed my husband. And by the way, the body which is why like I killed blown up now. Yeah, too. exactly. Well, and then like when they, it's too late when yeah. uh, Jenny Garofalo gets him in to question him, or, and and Scott Wilson is there as well. 
He's like, uh, Scott Wilson's like, you don't need a lawyer. You're not being charged with anything. I'm like, um, actually, I need a lawyer anyway. Regardless. Yeah. I don't care. Point. Like, I'm not talk- saying another fucking word. This is frightening, <laughs> and I don't want it. And that was, that's the other thing, too, is is the moment, like, what you're asking, like, well, what would he be charged with now? I guess worst case scenario, Tampering like, even though he got away with, the, if he got away lying with everything. To, lying to the police. Yeah, false. I mean, basically covering it up like yep. conspiracy whatever it is about this about you you he covered up him sure we did figure out that he in fact shot himself however you then pushed him off a cliff yeah in his truck that explode you know that kind of stuff it's a, it's a smart it's a movie, movie. I, and i do think it there are some things that as it goes on that maybe fall apart a little bit but i i would say that's pretty poorly paced in my opinion. okay that's it, that's the right phrase it feels a little like it's dragging through mud here and a there a little bit especially gets and to the end it just kind then of goes, you eh. i mean then you get lines like uh <laughs> when he's it's like oh you don't mind that i that i that i'm doing this with amanda do you he's like oh no i don't care i told you make your own bed he's like okay it's like how did it happen he said well so i'm sorry about your dad i'm sorry your dad treated you yeah. like that oh, that's awful and then uh then we were here <laughs> it's like one of my favorite line deliveries of the whole thing because like like i said you kind of go through mud a little bit in certain scenes yeah. in this like like when clay's just kind of hanging out there's not really much going yeah. on until something happens to him you know and then you get scenes like that or lines like yeah. that. You know? and, and Joaquin, for the record,'s not quite the Joaquin we know yet. Definitely like not. he's he's good in this, but mm-hmm. he's he's a little stiff. He kind of walks around with like his shoulders up a little bit. He's yeah. just kind of awkwardly. I don't know if that's him just trying to be this way, but he's not. He hasn't quite gotten into like the master that we know today. Yeah, but but I feel like Vince Vaughn and Janine were there. Yeah, they were I, already. I feel there. like that too. Yeah. He is uh, he is Joaquin Phoenix. Um, trying to be this character, whereas Vince Vaughn is Lester. Yeah, does that make sense? Oh yeah, is that, like that's to me. That's what it feels like. He's, cr- what you're he's crawling, Phoenix. He's not quite walking, <sighs> and he's certainly not running yet. Hey, hey, uh, hey he's not. Yeah. Uh, hey. He's not out of the ashes yet. <laughs> Slap hey, his hand hey. away. <laughs> yeah, he's he not hasn't quite risen, risen from the ashes. <laughs> God. <laughs> Hey, well, that's for Sean now. <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, <laughs> we don't do that on brunch. Okay, okay all right. Um, no, and I. One of the other points I wanted to just kind of <laughs> shut up. It's not. One of the other things was like when they do find that body in the lake when they're fishing. <laughs> Man overboard! Man overboard! Whoa! <laughs> and he's like, he's kind of like they're playing. It's like, well, just swing a line into it. We'll tow it in. It's like. <laughs> Everything is so nonchalant about this. And then I was, up until that point, I was convinced that it was Gloria. Yeah, of course. Is that what yeah. you're supposed to be? Yeah, you're supposed to think that. Okay. Yeah. That's but why then, Joaquin's like, uh, it feels weird about it. And Mooney, Mooney then brings up, so why didn't you tell me that she was missing? Yeah. And it's at this point, she is still just missing, yeah. not, and that was a different girl. Mm-hmm. And that was, again, a very, very great way to play that where you could have had a lot of stingers. You could have had a lot of like zoom ins. You could have had a lot of like, of of movie production telltales of mm-hmm. like um oh something's happening here yeah but they still play this as a very casual conversation and that's i think that's a great way of, of that's the way i felt about this entire movie right they aren't here to sting you with anything they're here to let the story unravel and you get to kind of pick up the pieces it's like a mystery that you already know what's going on but you're like 
oh fuck I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that was a thing though damn it's really really interesting the way the movie just carries through a couple line deliveries i like from vince vaughn a lot is um some people just need need killing like it's just so it's just so cool. And then when Joaquin's in the in the prison or locked up, uh, he says, I'm, "I'm charged with murder." He's like, "Only one count." Yeah, <laughs> only one count. Only Put one me count. In a pussy. Stop being such a fucking pussy, yeah. please. And here's what's fucked up: like Lester Long, whatever his real name is, is is actually truly gonna do Joaquin's Clay a favor. Yeah, like legitimately, Clay's going to get out of prison after Lester Long kills someone. Yeah. So it's this moral dilemma of like, well, I guess I'm going to let him. Yeah. yeah. I know. And that's the thing. It's uh it's it's really really tough to kind of it makes you very conflicted. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's a great place to put an audience it's into. It's pretty awesome. It's a very good place to put them into because you feel conf- just as conflicted. I feel like you're for like, him. Hey man, if you're in prison and all it takes for you to get out of prison is for someone else to die, well, I just don't want it to be somebody I know. Like, like, yeah. Well, and then yeah, now now you're adding escaping from captivity and uh, pointing a gun at an officer right. and imprisoning an officer. Like, I'm sure there's a oh, there, he had to have, Yeah, he still is going to get in trouble. Yeah, right? yeah. There, he, uh, in all honesty, I mean, he's not free and clear. At least he shouldn't. Apparently be, he no. is. <laughs> but apparently he was. I don't know how far we're going into the end of this and whatnot, but at the same time, I, I do really enjoy it. Um, yeah, it's great for a movie. In fact, the idea of the whole ending of this, of like that fun little misdirection at the end and yeah. he's the guy and how far are you going? Oh, let's saddle up. Let's go. Yeah. But also it's like, well, what are they going to, what's going to happen next? Are they just going to pull him over? Why yeah, didn't they I just guess. arrest him right here? You know, so that that was always a question of mine of like, well, what what are we doing here? Why are we getting him in the truck to go somewhere? Get him away from buildings so he can't hide, yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I get, him, get him out in the open. Yeah. Maybe he just drives to a place that. Yeah, there's a bunch a, of federal agents already waiting or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I like the. Um, well, one thing the easy rest in where that whole thing yeah, takes yeah. place is uh, where they film the Devil's Rejects. Really? Because I really like. Um, then one of my favorite lines that kind of like summed up the entire movie for me was when Janine was visiting Clay. What was her, what's her name? I'm sorry. In the movie, agent Shelby, Agent Shelby, Shelby. visits at the Clay, very end, visits like when he's moving out pretty much. And he's like, all this land come with the house. Sure does. Trouble is so does the town. That's mm. beautiful. I fucking love that. That's great. And she, and you clearly, they, there's a lot of unsaid things. She pulls that photo out and it's Clay with like his dad or his grandpa mm. in front of that house. Mm-hmm. Like this is a family house that's been passed down from generations. Like, that's that he, why he couldn't just leave. That and he's like, "Well, I am. I'm, yeah. I'm out of here, I guess." Yeah, and he, are we assuming is he really moving, or was this all just a facade? I mean, at this t- at this point, at this you point, got he's got to go. Right, you're yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, he's, I need he's to the leave fuck here. Out of here. So yeah, like, it's funny how much of uh, I, I I do really think it's a great spotlight on you know obviously it's taken way way mm-hmm. far right. But at the same time, it is a great spotlight on like that small town living aspect of, you know, you just become ingr- it just becomes ingrained into you and in, in what you are and why mm-hmm. go somewhere else. I know I know lots of people. Uh, I've, I've met lots of people who have never stepped a foot outside of their small town that they live in. It's their farm and it's the small town that's next to it that that has 
the necessities that they need. Mm-hmm. You know, other than that, that's the way they live. They've never gone anywhere else in the world. Not 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 ten miles beyond mm-hmm. a certain point. You never know? gotten on a plane. Never gotten on a plane. Yeah. Not not gotten in a car to go somewhere like unless maybe it was like a hospital or something. Right. Right. But other than that, and and that's the way that this world really seems to be. Yeah. And that's exactly why you're trying to cover up everything because this is your whole life. Mm-hmm. Your whole life exists within this ten mile radius. Yeah. It's not about oh I can just you know get up and out of town. It's no, this is life, and now my life is ruined. So it's a really good perspective, I think, of why he has to, why he feels the need to go through this, and it's it's an anxiety trip, man. It really is. I think this is like a perfect watch for when I did watch it. Was I woke up Saturday morning and I had to snow snow plow cool. my entire driveway and my sidewalks live on a corner yeah. lot, so I have to do <laughs> fucking everything. Um, like I did city. did all that, and I, I came in. Came into the house, had a cup of coffee going, sat down and watched this, and it was perfect. It's yeah. a perfect, like, cool 90s pot boiler, quirky thriller. And mm. uh, it's, I think you should definitely check it out. Would you guys be willing to give me a, a rating of this movie on a scale of 1 to 10 that we will combine to, to try to entice people to watch this movie based sure. on our rating? What, what do you think you would give it? I'd, I'd go... I'd go a solid. I'm, it's it. This is like almost a definition for me of a seven. Like straight up, this yeah. is a seven. Okay. Yeah. What about you, AJ? I, boy, I'm 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 pretty close in there. I think I think it's a little higher than that for me because again, it's like Coen Brothers, but it's of the Coen Brothers stuff that I really have enjoyed watching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I enjoy the Coen Brothers. Don't get me wrong, guys. Like. I really like the Coen brothers and their movies, but sometimes they hit, sometimes they're a miss. I think this is on the hit side of that. And so I would, I would go ahead and give it a, um, a 7.4. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm probably more like a 7.9. I, I still love this movie. I, it was one of the first movies I felt like I knew that other people didn't know. <laughs> yeah. And I did hang on to that to be like, oh, you've probably never seen this movie before. It's really good. Yeah, let me see. Wedding Crashes, the same guys in it. He's a killer. <laughs> I'm pretty interesting because I'm showing you this movie. Check it out. Yeah, I, I give it more of a seven point nine. I, nice. I fucking, I fucking love this movie. I think it's, I think it's endlessly rewatchable from, from the jokes and the cool factor and fun music. And I thought it was shot really well. So yeah, I think if if you are listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, I think you really should. Yeah. I, I think it'd be a lot of fun. It's yeah. cool. It's it's. I think it's very rewatchable, actually, to the fact of you're going to pick up on more things um, every time you watch it again. You know. So yeah. Yeah. That's that's great. Well, uh, it's been fun having you here. We are going to move on, and uh, we. I think up next, uh, as far as brunches go, we're going to do a. Um, and actually, I'm going to cut that out because I think. Do we have a? I don't know which one comes first. We don't want to talk about it. I don't even know. I don't think we'll let on trial come out first. Okay. okay. So, well, thanks for being here. We love you so, so damn much. Uh, it means the world. Consider checking out patreon.com slash confused breakfast. That's the whole reason we're here every Monday for this bonus extra episode for you. It's because of the great people there that support us. Mm. Think about joining that new tier. $25 dollar dollar dollar. Get you some really cool extra perks. Going to be doing some live uh, video like streaming kind of reviews soon here in the yeah. old discord live show coming up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, February 24th. We got so much fun stuff happening. Go to confusedbreakfast.com, Learn more. Please. Okay. And thank you. Yeah, Love we'll, you. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Deuces. Enjoy your coffee. Hope you stay warm out there. <sighs> you psychopaths.
Big yikes. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.